Today's gospel reading comes from the gospel according to Mark. It's chapter 16, verses 1 through 8. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the tomb, which was the stone, uh, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place where they laid him. But go and tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb. For terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me, please? God, on this holy day, which we remember, which we celebrate, hope and anticipate and rejoice. We pray, God, that in this moment, this story that perhaps for many has become familiar to the point that we have lost our all, we pray, God, that we may recapture that feeling of amazement that goes along with your resurrection. We ask that your preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. It's through Christ that we pray. And all God's people say, Amen. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The oldest manuscripts of the Gospel of Mark end right here. The oldest known manuscripts of this Gospel finish with the two Marys and Salome running away, seized with terror and amazement and fear. Mark is unique because there's also manuscripts out there that have other endings. There is this original ending that ends here. There's one that is known as the shorter version, which has some stuff added on to this. And then there is the longer version, which has stuff added on to that. But the oldest, the original manuscript of the Gospel of Mark, ends with the women running away. Terror 
and amazement. I'm kind of partial to the older manuscript version. We have the longer version in the other three Gospels. I like the idea of having a, a, a different ending, such as the one that was in the original manuscripts of Mark. Mary and Mary and Salome, they go to the tomb and they, they wonder along the way, who is going to roll away the stone for us so that we can anoint his body? And they get there and to their surprise, the, the stone is already rolled away. And they see a person sitting there in white and they, they have a conversation. The person in white says, what are you looking for? You're here for Jesus of Nazareth, the, the crucified one, right? But he's not here. He has been raised. So they they have that 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 feeling of, of, of terror and amazement overtake them and they, they, they just run away. They run away and that's how the gospel ends in that old manuscript with them just running away. But you know, as they were running away, there, there had to be some, some heavy thoughts on their minds. What happened? Who is this messenger in white? What happened to Jesus' body? As they run, filled with this, this terror and amazement, as they run along, you know that they're asking some questions. Where is his body? Who is responsible for this? Where is our beloved Jesus? Could it be? Could it be that the messenger in white is right? He has been raised? What happened to his body? What do you think happened to Jesus' body? Do you believe that it is possible that the messenger was right? That he has been raised? What do you think happened? You know how we go out from here today will speak volumes to what we think has happened to Jesus' body. Our answer to what we think happened to Jesus' body lies in how we live as Easter people. Not just on this one particular Sunday in spring, but, but in all days. How we live 
all the time is our answer to what we believe has happened to the body of Jesus Christ, which was placed in a borrowed tomb. Look, if we, if we truly believe what it is that we profess, if we truly believe that Jesus Christ, the, the firstborn fruits of creation, became wrapped in human flesh, was born of a virgin, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, and then, and then on the third day rose again. If we believe that, if we truly believe what we profess, then where is our terror and amazement? Okay, maybe not so much terror. <laughs> but where is our amazement? Today, and in fact, all days, should wow us. The fact that we get to live in, in such a creation that has been redeemed in such a way that, that, that should fire us up. What a gift. If we believe that Christ our Lord is risen from the dead, we cannot just continue on living ho-hum kind of lives. If we believe what they say has happened to Jesus' body in the longer endings, then the most prominent thing on our mind this morning should not be what's for breakfast or brunch or lunch or dinner or supper if you prefer, nor should it be how good we look in pastel. If we truly believe that Christ is risen from the dead, the most prominent thing that should overtake us this morning is amazement. He is risen. Amen. This changes everything. This is a big deal. This has turned the established order of things upside down. What was once thought to be endings are now beginnings. Jesus Christ has put death in death's grave. That is the wow above all wows. That should move us to the point of all. This is God doing for us what we can never do for ourselves. This is life winning. Life winning by the power and the love of God. And we should be seized by amazement. This thing that has happened is more monumental than any momentous thing that we could ever imagine. The resurrection of Christ cannot be sanitized. It cannot be desensitized nor simplified. The only way that it could ever seem to be sanitized or desensitized or simplified is through a lack of belief or a lack of appreciation and amazement. It is not something that we should ever become 
numb to. So do you believe it? Do you believe what the longer endings have said about what happened to Jesus' body? Do you believe that he has been raised? It's not a rhetorical question. Do you believe? I'm going to have to define rhetorical there for a minute, Pastor. It's still early, isn't it? The question requires a response and the answer. Run on, folks. Run on, you Easter people. Run on, filled with amazement. And let the whole world know what you think has happened to Jesus' body. Let them know through your life, through your life in the risen one, which will never end. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Give Darlene a moment.